Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy that you are here. This is an episode where if you had told me, I don't know, a month ago that I would be leading a conversation on this, I would have LOL'd, (laughs) but man, shifts can happen and they can happen really freaking fast. And something happened this past weekend as I record this, and you'll be actually hearing this in the future. I'm recording ahead of time for the first time. One of the very few times that I've done this anyway. As you hear this, it'll be a few weeks later, but as I record this, something happened this past weekend and it was so significant in my life. I think like the average person would have been like, okay, (laughs) you know, and, and maybe not thought much about it or been like, well, yeah, duh, of course that's going to be significant. But, but for me, and I'll, I'll tell you the whole story. We'll get there. But it was so significant that it was this big light bulb, not only for myself personally as a human, but as a business owner, because I processed my emotions in such a way this weekend that I've only done one other time that I can think of. And when I tell you like what transpired immediately after and like what I'm seeing transpired days removed, I am shook. I am so proud. And I couldn't stop thinking to myself, like I have to do an episode on this. I have to. And this is one of those episodes that I feel insecure about and I don't feel qualified to talk about, but I'm just going to share with you my genuine experience, my genuine thoughts on the matter. And I know that there's going to be people listening who this is going to be big for you too, or you're going to hear this and it's going to be a reminder for you, or it's going to help you to bridge the gap in processing your emotions and the power of doing that, the power of moving your energy and the positive impact that that can bring to your business, because that is something that I never saw a correlation to. That's something that I never understood. I just, in my own experience, witnessed it and and can see now this correlation in people that I look up to. And it is blowing my mother effing mind, blowing my mind. Okay. So fully processing emotions is the new money move people. Okay. 
This is the new secret money move that they don't want you to know about. It's easy. It's accessible to all of us. This isn't, you know, a big investment on a house or in the stock market or in a program or a mastermind. All we have to do is just be honest and process some emotions and you are going to blow your mind in your business. Here's why. Okay. Here's my theory. Because if we can only attract what we put out into the world, right? If, you know, in terms of just as humans, but especially as business owners, like the level of success that, that we want to attract in the level of, you know, anything, love, success, health, we attract what we put out into the world. So if you have a bunch of bottled up, unprocessed emotions, it's going to serve as a block for you. You are not going to be a vessel where energy can move freely through you, right? You're not going to be like, there's going to be some blocking happening. There's going to be some limitations to what you can call in. All right. That's my theory. And this is backed again, by what I've been experiencing, I'm going to give you the full shebang. I'm going to tell you the full story. It's it's, it's vulnerable. It's very personal, but I'm going to to give it to you hot and nasty. And again, I've, I've noticed this with like women that I work with women that I look up to. I've noticed this, that some of the most successful women that I look up to, they are highly emotional, but in a healthy way. They are very in tune with their emotions. They're very in tune with their feelings. They're honest with them. They experience the highest of highs. They experience very low lows and they move through them and they come and they go because that's part of it. And these women call in the highest of highs in terms of their businesses and in terms of what they experience as humans. Now, are these things correlated? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I'm this, it's making sense to me. And I'm seeing this more and more. And again, just based on like what I'm seeing for myself, it's starting to connect the dots. Okay. I think we're on to something. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, Moving energy equals the new money move, all right? So here we go. And to preface this, this is a conversation on processing everyday emotions, okay? So just the crap that that comes into your life, the daily frustrations, the mood swings, the the things that like, they, they, they're gonna affect you because you're a human. This is not a conversation on trauma, So I think it's very, I know it's very different to process everyday emotions versus like deep ingrained, heavy trauma that you've experienced at some point in your life. Okay. And speaking as somebody who has experienced my own share of trauma as a kid and as a young adult, I, I can see the the difference between the two. So I do believe like whether you have people will call it like trauma with a big T or trauma with a little T. We all have experienced trauma. This conversation will serve you really well because I, I have 
trauma, like trauma, big and little T. And I still need to process some of that. No doubt, you know, still can do my due diligence and get help and probably work through some of that. But just in having the awareness of, of handling the little crap that's coming up and the day-to-day funk that, that is going to happen, that has served me so well. So I just want to be really clear that maybe, you know, one, I certainly don't feel qualified to talk about, you know, moving and processing big trauma. Maybe we'll have somebody on the podcast that we can have that conversation. But for now, this is more of like day-to-day stuff, which again, like makes such a big difference. This is where it starts. But if you feel like you have bigger things that are inside of you serving as a block that you know you would just be better off moving and releasing it, you know, releasing yourself from, then I couldn't recommend more, you know, going and getting whatever, you know, whatever modality of support that is speaking to you, because there are so many out there, whether it's traditional therapy or EMDR or, or hypnosis or, you know, so many different modalities. Okay. So let me also preface this conversation with it is so crazy. <laughs> and I can laugh because it's actually kind of funny that I am 34 years old, I think. I think I'm 34. Yeah, I'm 34. I'm 34 years old. And it has only been the past few months of my life that I have truly understood what it means to health, healthily process emotions. Okay. Are you, do you understand that? I've gone 34 years of my life and I hear people talk about it. I see people do it, but it never occurred to me that I could do it too, or, or probably, um, more specifically how I could do this myself. So I personally was not brought up in a home where I was taught to in a healthy way, process emotions. And that's no fault to my parents because they were not raised in homes where they were taught how to healthily process emotions. So, you know, cycles (laughs) and it's all good. And I I truly, I actually am so grateful for this as my background because like the contrast, it it shows me, okay, I want to do things differently and I can see the difference for myself. And I'm so thankful that I get to raise crews and our future baby to, to understand these things way sooner than I did. So I just wasn't brought up in a home. What I saw modeled from my parents and those closest to me was there was no calm discussion about feelings, at least that I witnessed. Maybe, maybe they happened in the background and I just wasn't aware. So possibly, but what I witnessed was zero conversation around feelings, emotions, anything like that what I saw was when emotions were processed, it was at the point where they were explosions. 
right? It was at the point where they didn't come out as calm um, reflections. They came out as screams, as fights, as craziness. That's what I saw. So that's what I modeled, right? I modeled like, I. it's not that I wasn't, it's not that like my parents didn't let me be emotional. They let me be emotional, but I didn't know how to do it in a healthy way. I didn't know that like I could talk about my feelings or a way to talk about my feelings before it got to the point where like they were bottled up so tightly that it exploded onto other people over like little silly situations. So yeah. And, and, you know, I look back and I, I see this in like old relationships and with friends and, you know, anytime something would bother me, instead of just like saying it, I would kind of keep it in because I didn't want to feel silly or I didn't know how to express myself. And then it's like that metaphor, right. Or like somebody bumps, what's the metaphor where you're carrying a coffee cup and somebody bumps into you and you spill hot coffee on yourself. Why did you spill hot coffee on yourself? Not because the person bumped into you, but because there's hot coffee in your mug, right? It could have been water. It could have been something a lot cooler. But what was in my body at all times was this piping hot coffee because I always, I, that's, that's what was in me. It was like rage, anger. I didn't, you know, didn't know how to talk things out. I didn't know the power of, of actually expressing yourself in any way, um, let alone a healthy manner, um, and, and getting that out. I just fully was lost on me and never taught it. All right. So how I used to process emotions, I didn't, (laughs) um, and they would just be bottled up and then I would burst at the smallest thing. Um, and you know, and like that saying, I heard this the other day, like triggered people bleed on those that didn't cut them that resonates, you know, like I can think of so many situations where I've bled on the people that didn't cut me because I, that was in me because I never processed it. Okay. So not only is that not fun for the people around you, like it's not fun for you, obviously, because nobody feels good doing that. It's not fun for the people around you. And by the way, I promise we're going to get to the point where this, this relates to your business. We're getting there, but it's not fun for the people around you and, you know, the people closest to you, because often that's, those are the people that we unleash on because they're, they're accessible. We're comfortable with them. We're not going to unleash on the new friend or the new stranger. We're going to unleash on the people that we love the most. That's typically what happens, but not only that, but like, there's so much out there that shows the unprocessed emotions, like it, it stays in your body, right? That's the point. Process emotions mean that like you are aware of them. You shed light on them. You articulate them and you move the energy. Okay. You're taking it out of your stomach, out of your chest, wherever it is in your body. And you are, you're getting it out of your body. You're, you're putting the light on it. You're speaking it. You're getting out and you're processing it. This gets it out of your body. When you don't do this, guess where it stays? It stays in your body. 
How this manifests over time is obviously stress, number one, because this is just like sitting and seething inside of you. And this can eventually turn into illness, right? This can actually turn into cancer. This can turn into like, it can manifest in so many physical and mental illnesses, unprocessed emotions. So this is like some serious stuff, okay? And you probably already know this, but, and, and again, like I've heard this stuff. I don't live under a rock. Okay. Like I've heard these things, but just, it never really dawned on me. And I guess like it took me having to experience actually doing this for this light bulb, for this to finally click in me. So unprocessed emotions, it lives in your body. It can eventually manifest into some, some, gross crap that we don't want, obviously in our body, not to mention it lowers your overall vibe. Okay. When you're not moving your energy, when you're not getting the funk out of you, you obviously cannot be showing up at your best, at your highest. You can't put out like, this is where that block comes in. And this is where we can start to relate it to business because again, and, and we talked about this in episode, what was it? Um, episode 164, wherever we talked about time collapsing. And um, anyway, we talk about this all the time where there's that future version of you, right? There's that future level of success that you want to call into the now. And you can do that faster with intentionality. And by aligning yourself to that frequency, you can start attracting that future level success, future version of you, whatever that looks like for you into the now faster, but you have to be operating aligned to that frequency. So if you have a bunch of unprocessed gunk, right? Like picture it like a car that really needs an oil change. I don't know. I'm not a car person, so I'm probably going to screw this up royally, but imagine like a pretty decent car that has the potential to go super fast, but you haven't changed the oil in a long time. So it's really gross and funky and it makes the car less effective. It makes the car less fast. It makes it run slower and operate slower and operate at a level that the only, that's a fraction of what it's capable of. That is how I think now of unprocessed emotion living in our bodies. It's like old oil gunk that like needs to be moved. It needs to be let go. So it lowers the overall vibe. All right. Because we attract the energy that we put out. So if you want to attract at higher frequencies, you have to be able to access higher levels of vibrations. So I kind of already mentioned, but for example, my coach, Melanie, there's so many things she's a genius at and that she's so good at. But one of the things that I really admire her for most is she is so honest about her moods and where she's at. And if she's going through a high or she's experiencing a low, even in the middle of a program, even in the middle of a coaching call, like she will shoot you straight. And just being in her world for the last year, I've watched her navigate because she does, she chooses to do so publicly. And I'm sure she doesn't share it all, but there's been a few things 
a few very, very low moments that I've had the, the opportunity to watch her navigate very low moments. And there have been more times than I can count that she has cried on calls and in the middle of trainings. And at the same time, she also is like the queen of celebration. She's like the happiest person you've ever met. I mean, this woman, she is just like vibrating off out of the freaking universe. And she is also achieving at a level that I didn't even know was possible, right? She's, I don't even know where she's at for the year. I think she's like past 26 million for the year, right? She's had a million dollar date and it's not just about money, but I'm just saying like, we're talking in terms of business here and level of achievement. So like I kind of started to notice that correlation with her first, like, that's so interesting. She, she's able to access these super, super high, high, high levels of success. And she lives her life from a very high, high, high. And she's honest about the lows too. She does not ignore the lows. She doesn't try and bypass the lows. She takes them as they come, right? And she's super, super honest about that. And I just, I've just kind of noticed it, you know? And then there's another woman who I look up to and who I've been in her world, Dr. Uh, Andrea Grund. And she too is experiencing like she just, in in terms of business and business success, she just had a million dollar month. Her business, like specifically over the past year, I mean, like the rate at which she has skyrocketed, it, it makes zero sense. And of course, and by the way, like I'm not minimizing how smart each of these women are, how talented, how good of mentors they are. Like all of these things add up. Like This isn't just because they're good at processing emotions. But one of the things that I've noticed these two have in common is Dr. Andrea Grun. She as well, like, I mean, you get on a call with her or like you watch her on video. She is, you've never seen somebody so blissful in your life life. Like to the point, like, I remember the first time I saw her on a call and I was like, wait, is this chick for real? Like, she is so happy, giddy, giddy. I mean, just like giggling and laughing at everything and like, not an annoying way, like genuinely that happy. And I'm like, how, (laughs) what are you on? How do I get some? Can I take it while I'm pregnant? Like, tell me, tell me what you're on. And, and I'm sure she wouldn't, she would not mind me sharing this because she shared this publicly herself. But like, I got to witness a point in her business too, where like something happened and it was very upsetting to her. Very upsetting. We're in the mastermind together, by the way. And Melanie's mastermind something happened in her business and it rocked her world. And when I tell you, like it rocked her world and, you know, so like I saw that contrast, that spectrum of the emotions that she had access to floored me. Like I could never, (laughs) I consider myself 
And by the way, I'm changing this. I am intentionally shifting this. I am intentionally stretching my emotional capabilities because it can be done. But like witnessing this for the first time, that was my thought. Like I literally could never access such a vast range of emotions. I've never felt that blissfully giddy, even in like my best of times. And I've had some beautiful, amazing, very happy moments in my life, but like that level, no. And then also the level of turmoil that she experienced from this thing that happened in her business. I was just like, whoa. I mean, again, like this spectrum that are hundreds of miles apart. And that's when it was like, wait a second. And I, and it kind of clicked for me then like, wait. And I started thinking of other women who I really look up to and that I, that I'm in close enough proximity to that I, I can like get a sense for their range of emotions and like how they operate and how they really are. And the few people that I thought of it checked out. And I remember voxering Melanie about this and being like, Hey, (laughs) do you think like, I'm seeing this correlation here. I personally, like I would, I would define myself as more neutral. Like, yes, I have moments where I'm super high and I'm bound, you know, what I would consider bouncing off the walls and giddy and super happy. I have moments like that. And I also have moments where I'm very low. I'm angry, more depressed, but like not at that range. And not at the frequency that I would say you have, Melanie, or, you know, Dr. Grund. So, and my question to her was like, do you think there's a correlation? Like, do you think that because I personally don't feel like I have access to that level of emotion that maybe that's limiting what I can call into the, into my space, my world. And her response can't remember exactly. It was a while ago, but essentially she was like, she mentioned her fiance and she was like, you know, like he, whenever we first got together, he is like, I would describe, I would have described him how you're describing yourself. Like, you know, she said that like, she would be so excited about the smallest thing for days. And he'd be like, I, I'm so happy for you, but like, I can't be excited anymore, you know? And, but she said that like, she has watched him shift and stretch his emotional capacity as well. So her advice to me was like, if you see that in yourself and you want to shift it, like allow it to shift, allow yourself to stretch. Like we all get to grow and evolve and don't make the story that like, it's going to limit me because it doesn't have to, but like it all gets to grow just like our results, just like anything else. Okay. So I started to notice that and awareness, man, self-awareness. I'm telling you there, there's so much power in that. It really, because now like I've seen something that I can't unsee. Now I'm seeing it everywhere. Now I'm like becoming hyper aware of my own emotions and how I'm processing things. So what I'm seeing is like, and what I'm starting to understand is when you're able to process your emotions and we'll talk about like how to do that, I guess, or, you know, how I've done it. And I'm sure there are many different ways. I mean, people use 
dance and writing. And I mean, you could do whatever you want. Um, but ultimately what this does, like moving them out of your body, it allows you to move on and like focus on what you actually want to focus on. And it allows you to elevate, right? So like, you can think of it like a balloon. So before I understood these things, I consider myself a really big balloon that has the potential to float into space if I wanted to. But because I don't know how to help in a healthy way process emotions until recently, because this wasn't, I didn't have access to this and understand it. I simply had bricks tied to my balloon right? Like I, these emotions living in my body, simply, they just weigh you down. And again, like go back to the focus thing. Like how many times have you, like, you've wanted to focus on your business. You've wanted to create something really cool or bring something amazing into the world, but there's just other crap going on that you cannot take your focus from right? Some interpersonal things or just things that like you haven't dealt with them. So they're still there. They're still present and it's distracting you. That's how I think about it. So there has been two times. This is y'all. This is, I'm not going to say embarrassing because I really don't feel that embarrassed about it, but like, it's a little shocking, when I say that I've done this two times that I can count and I am a 34 year old woman, all right? Two times that I can count where I have, and, and I know obviously I've processed emotions before, but in an intentional way that like I, I realize a positive effect from it. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Okay. Obviously I've cried things out. I've let things go. Even being angry and bursting on people is processing emotions. But two, two ways recently that I was aware of what was happening. Thus I could see the benefit. Like I was hyper aware of the benefit of like what happened after. So the first time that this happened for me and it really shifted things for me was when I was in the BVIs for Kelly Brock's unconscious leader retreat. And I believe we talked about this briefly in that episode. So if you've already heard this story, I'm just going to go through it really quickly. But long story short, when we got to the BVIs, my suitcase didn't come. I was the only person whose suitcase did not arrive. I am in a foreign country there for almost five days. I am... At this time, like 13 or 14 weeks pregnant, I don't have any of my stuff, okay? And it sucked because like I was so intentional with packing for this trip. We had like, obviously it's a hundred degrees <laughs> um, in the VBIs. It wasn't that hot, but it was like really warm. And the time we went, it was winter in Nashville. So like, I had bought all of this new like beachy summer stuff, not to mention stuff that actually like fit me now that like my body was starting to change because of my pregnancy. I, this was like the first trip that I ever planned for. 
um, in advance. Like I was so proud of myself. And I was again, just so intentional with everything that I brought and none of it showed up and we're on a private Island. There's no stores around. There's like, I can't just like run to Walmart and get a toothbrush and a razor and some clothes. Like we are on a private Island with one house on the Island. Now, positive note, I was also there with 20 something other women who were beyond gracious, who were beyond thoughtful and kind and gave me clothes off their back and all the things. And Brittany Turner, it's her home, her Island. She made sure that I, you know, I got some toiletries and things like that and some clothes that other guests had left behind. So if I was going to not have a suitcase somewhere, this was the place, but it sucked, you know? It wasn't fun. Not to mention, I didn't know if and when it was going to come. And I don't know if you know this, but the first of all, airports in general, baggage claim airports, they don't really have their stuff together, I've, I've found. And that is actually made worse and compounded when you are in a very small foreign country. All right. So I'll just leave it at that. So I can't get a hold of anybody. I can't get anybody to call me back. I had Chris on hold um, one day for like, he waited like three hours on hold to find out when my bag was coming and then they got disconnected and they never called back. I mean, just like all this frustration. So we get to day three of this. No, it was day two. At the end of day two, there was a chance I was going to get my bag that day. It didn't come. Um, and I didn't know, like there was, there was zero resolution, like if it was going to come or not, like I was either, I might get it the next day. I might get it the last day, or it might not come at all. Like had no clue. So up until this point, I'm bottling up my emotions. I'm putting on a brave, you know, cool face. I'm around all of these amazing women. I want to look cool, calm and collected. I want to look easy breezy. It's not bothering me. Oh, it's all good. I, who needs makeup? You know, (laughs) who needs their own clothes? It's fine. Um, oh no, who please. It's just material things. No big deal. You know, like I'm just whatever, because for a while, for like the first day and a half, it's like, okay, it's probably going to come tomorrow so I can handle it. I'm going to bottle up the emotions. I'm not going to let them see me sweat even though they wouldn't have minded if they did. I just, this was me. This was my pattern. Okay. This is what I did. I don't talk about the things I shove it deep, 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 deep down. And that's what I was doing. And then it gets to be about the end of day two. And we had these, um, what are they called? Theme days. Like every night there was a theme night where we all dressed up. So I also had packed like perfect outfits for these theme nights. And it was the second theme night, the first theme night, I couldn't dress up because I didn't have my stuff. Second theme night, I was so excited about my outfit and my suitcase wasn't there. I wasn't going to be able to dress up. So now like my feelings of like hope and maybe are now turning into pure frustration and pure like victim. (laughs) Why me? You know, all the things. Now I'm getting frustrated and you know, when you're getting upset, I don't know, maybe this is just a me thing, but when people are being nice and like feel bad for you, it like, for me, it makes me like want to cry. 
immediately. Like whenever you're going through a hard time, if somebody's like, oh, I know this is really hard for you, or I'm so sorry. And you're already feeling emotional. Like that is going to make me ball my eyes out faster than anything else. So it's getting to be the end of the day. Everybody's starting to get ready for theme night. And people are like, oh, you still don't have your bag. I'm so sorry. Oh, that sucks. And now I'm like, I'm on the verge of breaking down and I don't want to. Like I, that's, I have another thing with crying in front of people. I don't like doing it. So now I'm like, oh my God, this is so frustrating. So I remove myself from the group and I go into my room and I'm just like, Oh, this is so lame. And I called Chris and I got upset to Chris and I let it out a little bit. And he was, you know, was so sweet about it. And he was like, go like, go to the dinner. It's okay that you don't have an outfit or go borrow clothes, but I didn't want to borrow clothes again. So I wanted like my first, what I would have done in the past was I would have not shown up to the dinner. I would have been like, okay, I'm already upset. I don't want to get upset anymore. I don't want people to see me upset or whatever. I'm not going to be able to dress up. I'm just going to sit this one out. I'm going to feel bad for myself. I'm going to miss out on this. Woe is me. I'm just going to sit out, you know? And I was like, maybe I'll do that. And I thought about that. I'll just, I'll sleep. Like I was tired anyway. I was making all these excuses. And then I was like, but I don't want that, right? I came all this way. I'm around all of these women. I don't want to sit out. Like that's not, that's what the old me would have done, but not like the, the version of me that, that I'm, I'm stepping into, you know? So I knew what I need to do. I needed to like talk it out and let it out. So I went up to Kelly's room as she was getting ready. And Kelly and I are friends. We've known each other for years. So like, I felt comfortable with her and she was like, Hey, how's it going? And I just looked at her and I was like, I just need to cry. (laughs) And she was like, do it. And I busted out crying and I just like boo-hooed. And I was like, this, I feel so stupid because who cares? It's just a suitcase, but it matters to me. And I wish it didn't matter so much, but it does. And I'm frustrated. And I just want my stupid outfit and my butterfly clips because it's 90s night and da, 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 da. And I just let it out. And she held so much space for me. And she was like, good. She's like, this is perfect. She said, I get it. Anybody would feel how you would, you know, she was, you know, perfect. Exactly what I needed. And then it was done. And I was done. I let it out. Simple as that. Okay. And I know that some of you might be listening and you're like, dude, duh. (laughs) What are you talking about? Why is this so profound to you? It was profound to me. It was a moment. It was a shifting moment in my world because I let it out intentionally, honestly. And then I felt the shift. The shift was palpable night and day. I was not the same energetically, probably even like chemically as a human 
as I was five minutes prior. I moved the energy. It was gone. I brought it to the light. I was honest about it. And I allowed it to leave my body. And I thanked Kelly. I said, okay, I'm going to go borrow some butterfly clips from Michelle. I'm going to put something together and I'll see you at dinner. And I went and I was fine. There were still women who were like, oh, I'm so sorry. But I was like, hey, I'm good. Because I genuinely was. I genuinely, like, I had had addressed it, you know? And I was so, it was just like, I had let it go. I was like, it is what it is. Prior to that, I kept trying to tell myself that. I kept trying to coach myself like, it'll be fine. Even if it doesn't come, it is what it is. You can't change it. Crying is not going to change it. Being mad, you know, being cool. Like nothing I do is going to change it. So just like, just accept it. I was, that's what I was trying to do the whole time was like coach myself, like get over it. It's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme. Who cares? You're in the British Virgin Islands on a private Island at this incredible retreat with the most incredible women, like get over yourself. But it bothered me. It freaking bothered me. And as soon as I was honest about that and was able to let it out, then I was finally able to get to the place of this could be so much worse. It is what it is. I can't change it. So now I'm going to be present in the moment. I'm going to, you know, call the phone numbers tomorrow. And if it comes, it comes. Otherwise, like we're going to be okay. Then I was finally able to get there. I could not get there an hour before, before then. I just couldn't, you know, there was, there's such a difference between like saying the words and believing the words. And until I processed that emotions, I could not believe the words that, that like, it was cool. So that was the first time, very profound. And then something happened this weekend. Okay. And this is the second time that like it's happened at this level. And again, like I'm not a very, yet a very emotional person. So I don't, luckily I don't have many of these moments and maybe that's unlucky. Maybe that's an unlucky thing. Maybe I'll have more and it'll be a gift. Who knows? I'll keep you posted. But this past weekend had a very similar experience. So last week, and this, as I record this last week, I had an amazing week. I have been, excuse me, on top of my game in terms of like so many things, business, taking care of myself. My morning routine is in check. Like I just, I feel like Monday through Thursday, I was on fire. It was a beautiful week. And then Friday came and I don't know what it was, but Friday from like the jump was off Friday. Like it was in the morning. I had done my morning routine. Everything was good. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where this came from. I'm not an anxious person. I very rarely have I ever said like, I'm feeling anxious right now. Or like I've de- I'm dealing with anxiety. That's I just not like, I wouldn't define myself in that way. But I was feeling a level of anxiousness that I was like, where is this coming from? I couldn't put a finger on it. All I can, the only way that I can define it 
is it was like, I was vibing so high, but, but it was like too high where I was, I felt unsafe. Like I was, something was wrong and there was nothing wrong. That's the only way I can describe it. And I told Chris, I was like, I don't know. I feel so anxious right now. I don't know why he was like, really? That's unlike you. I was like, I know. I went and I grounded myself outside. I was just like, you know, I, it wasn't like a caffeine thing or anything. It was just out of nowhere. And then once I came down from that for the rest of the day, one, I was exhausted, like totally depleted. It was hard for me to focus on the things I wanted to focus on. I was doing, I was like going through all the motions of what I would normally do, but like something was, something was up. And we went to dinner that night and I was talking with Chris about it. And, and also something else that mentioned, there were like two other things that happened that day that just threw me off that normally wouldn't throw me off. Like I had a moment of comparison that I like normally wouldn't think I would have that like really threw me off. And then there was something else that really got to me. And I was like, what is up today? Like, I feel so like energetically off my game, energetically and physically like off my game. I don't know what the deal is. And, you know, obviously like I'm 25 weeks pregnant. So maybe could play the pregnancy card. I don't know, but I didn't feel like that was it. And I was talking to Chris and he was like, yeah, he was like, normally, yeah, that is, you know, so strange for you. He was like, do you feel like it's now this is interesting. Okay. And this is kind of like sharp left, but just go with me here. He was like, do you feel like it's like a spiritual warfare thing? And I was like, a what, a what thing, Like a spiritual warfare? Like, what do you mean? And he's very spiritual. So am I, um, but essentially like, okay, there's light and there's dark energy, right? There's like the enemy and then source. If you believe in the enemy, okay. Me, mm, I don't know. I believe there's dark energy for sure. Not quite sure how I feel about quote the enemy, but he believes in the enemy and that's perfect. And he was like, well, okay, this is something, you know, and he's seen this in his own life where when he's doing something big, when he's like stepping into something big in his own life or business, like when, when he's been on the verge or the cusp of a big moment, a big accomplishment, something it's like, he, he can look back and see moments and opportunities for self-sabotage, but to the point where he felt like it was external like some self-sabotage can be an internal thing, right? Where you're like, it's on you. You're doing it to yourself. But the, what he's talking about, he was like, it's just things that like happened that like, why did they happen like that? And you know, whatever. And the way, the way that he just, he was like, do you think it's anything like that? I was really surprised he said this because he really does. I mean, he's, not saying that's not a rational thing, but like he normally, I mean, for a, even for a spiritual person that was like, really surprised me that that's what he brought up. Cause normally he'd be like, you know, that's, that's business, baby. That's life. <laughs> but, but it really, I think there's a reason why he said it. 
And I was like, I don't know. That's so interesting because there are things like I am, there are things happening in my life that like I am stepping into some big things for me, right? Like next week I speak on it or as, as you listen to this, I will have already spoken on stage in Tampa, like at at my first big speaking engagement. There's that. I'm showing up in a different way on my podcast. I'm creating new levels of programs. I'm, I'm working with new levels of, of women and, you know, and like everything is elevating. So I feel that, um, you know, my business is growing. I'm taking on more. The there's, there's like, I get that. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, why, you know, whatever, why am I feeling this way? So I was like, that's super, super interesting. He said, well, I think the best thing to do is just to like, do exactly what you're doing, talk about it, shed light on it, and then just look at it for what it is. That like, one, it's just a day. And two, like, you're not going to give power to, to those things, like the comparison and the things. You're not going to let that veer you off track. And I was like, cool, 10 4. Okay. So that was Friday. Saturday comes. And I am so fired up because it's like we have a weekend home. We have been, he and I have both been like all over the place. Our weekends have been jam-packed and this was like a first week and we had home. It was a slow Saturday. You know, we were going to like start off with a walk as a family before it got too hot and then go to Lowe's and just do like all the boring family things together. And I'm so excited. Chris and I, we had our morning routine and it was like off to a really, really good start. And then all I can say is like something shifted. And this, this happens to me. Okay. Like I'm, I, I know I've said like, I'm not like super, super emotional, but I do have moments of like, I'm an emotional person. Like I'm, you know, I I experience mood swings. I am pregnant. You know, like I have, I certainly have my moments where I swing. All right. And your girl was a swinging big time. Like I said, had high hopes for the day. Everything was going perfect. And it's not even 8 a.m. And it was like, I was wearing negative glasses. All I could see was what was going wrong. I was hyper focused, hyper fixated on all of the things wrong versus like the abundance of things that was perfect, like beyond perfect, right? I was nitpicking. Cruise was like little things was just making me crazy. Things that Chris was doing was making me crazy. And I just felt like, uh oh, like what, what is happening? Why am I feeling this way? I was getting so agitated, so freaking irritated. And I'm like, okay, what the frick? And I like prayed on it. Like, I need to stop. This is not how I want the day to go. So we go on this walk. I'm like fully nitpicking Chris about the dumbest stuff. Now I've pissed him off. Okay. Because like, I'm, you know, I I've totally set the tone for the day. So now I'm mad that I've pissed him. I'm, I'm mad that he's mad. And now I'm like, great. So we just go on the, we go on this long walk silent, like only talking to Cruz and we're headed back. And I'm like, man, now that like, 
now where is the day going to go? So what I normally would have done would be, I would normally not really say anything, kind of play the hard ass and, you know, pray that one of us, Chris or I would crack a joke and lighten the mood. And then we would like, you know, move on and whatever. That's what I would normally do. But like I was normally, I would be prepared to just ride out the day and be a little turd, honestly, myself, like just be angry. Um, not saying that's what you should want to do, but that's like normally what I would do. Um, here's what I did instead. And it shook me. So we get home. I am like, now I'm really annoyed and upset. And I just, and then not only that, okay. I promise all this is going to come together, but there was like something that was really bothering me that I started thinking about, of course, because now I'm like hyper-focused on all these things that were pissing me off. So that started bothering me. And now I'm just like, I'm, I'm angry and I'm on the verge of tears. Okay. Because like now my day, it feels like it's probably going to be ruined. And I know Chris is annoyed and whatever. That's not how I picture the day. So we get home and I'm sitting outside and he comes out there and he is like, what's going on? Why, like, why are you doing this? Is there something I need to know? And for some reason I couldn't open up then. I was just like, I stayed focused on the little things. Well, you did this and you were on your phone and you were doing this. And I stayed focused on what he was doing wrong and the surface level things, even though there was like something deep down that was really bothered. Like I was just feeling overly emotional and I didn't know what to do with myself. And, you know, there, there was like more under the surface, but I didn't, I didn't share that yet. I was, I stayed focused on the dumb stuff, like the stuff that like he could see, you know? And I was like, well, you did this and blah, 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 blah. So that didn't result well. He ends up like getting agitated and walks away and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not what I want. (laughs) This is so silly. Like if I could just open up to him and tell him how I'm really feeling and like, I don't know how I, why I'm feeling the way I am, but if I could just be honest with him, he would probably like be kind and we could resolve this. But like my stubbornness, like this is not what I'm used to. Remember 34 years of conditioning to not know how to do this. That is rearing its ugly head. And it's just like, just don't say anything. Just let it go. You guys will move on. I didn't want to get upset. And I sat there and I contemplated it. And I was like, and in inside me, it was like this voice was screaming, like, you have to let it out. Tell Chris, tell him everything, how you're feeling. So I took a deep breath. And I called him back outside and I was like, I need to talk to you. And I just like busted out crying. And he just looked at me. He was like, oh my God. (laughs) And he was so sweet. Long story short, I let loose. Okay. I let him have it. Not in like a mean way, but I'm, I'm talking like, I just like emotionally 
purged. Like every little thing, like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. This is how I'm feeling. I feel like I'm crazy. I feel like everything's bothering me. Not to mention this thing is bothering me. I let the thing out that like, I didn't want to share that was bothering me that I never would have shared with him ever prior. And he like, again, I just let it out. Okay. Fully processed, fully let it go. And he got it right. And like, I'm so blessed because I'm married to a really, really good man. And I realize not everybody has somebody to hold them and to hold that space for them. And I pray that you find somebody that can, because I felt so seen, so heard, so safe just to fully be crazy and honest and like all the things that I was feeling. And he fully held me there. And we talked it out, the rational things, the irrational things. And it was the same thing that happened in the BVIs. It was like, it felt like I had an exorcism. (laughs) That's what it felt like. It fully felt like I had exorcised the demons, you know, and just like fully let them out. And that's what he, he was like, I'm telling you, he was like, this is what, like, whether this is just like pregnancy mood swings or if it is spiritual warfare or self-sabotage or whatever, he was like, that's what you need to do is like, let it out so we can talk about it. And, you know, if we need to pray on it or, you know, anything else like that, but like bringing light to it out of the darkness that like, there is so much power in that. And I felt that, and it's, I fully, fully believe it. And it was like, again, it was one, I mean, just the whole weekend was salvaged. Thank you, God. But here's where it comes back to business. Okay. As we speak, I'm in the middle of a launch. Like this was in the middle of, of something new that I was launching. And Friday, I meant to mention this Friday when I was feeling like super anxious and like super depleted, I, I wanted to be selling, right? I wanted to be talking about this new thing, this thing that I'm so proud of that I was bringing to life, money calibration. Like that's all I wanted to talk about. But like, I was blocked. I could not access that level of excitement and emotion, even if I tried, even if I tried to fake it, like it would have not been the same. And I fully believe that had I had not had that moment with Chris and just like, let it out and and let it go, whatever it was that it just would have, maybe it just would have stayed inside. Maybe it would have ended up in a big fight on Sunday and it would have come out anyway, maybe not. And then, you know, for the rest of launch, who knows? But all I know is on Monday, fresh off of a good weekend, having moved that energy, having gotten all of that out of the dark into the light, I was able to focus and show up fully in the best energy that I could access on Monday. And I know that helped me move and helped me unblock so many things in my business because of what happened that weekend. I know. I freaking know. So I don't know. I just felt like I could not share this 
I'm not going to lie. Sharing those stories to that extent feels uncomfortably indulgent. Um, so forgive me, but I just really wanted to paint the picture for you. And, and I'm sure those of you who, or those listening who are like, okay, this is the most obvious thing ever. I'm sure they've stopped listening anyway, but if you're still listening now, then you are why I recorded this episode. You are why, like, I felt the call in me, like you have to record this, even though it's uncomfortable, even though it feels indulgent, even though it feels obvious and somewhat basic. I think there's so much more to this. And I'm so thankful that, you know, whether I'm was 34 when I figured this out or 54, or however, you know, maybe this is finally bridging the gap for you too. It doesn't matter how old you are. I don't think it's ever too late to learn tools and, and practices like this. So if you're still listening, thank you. I really hope this served you. If so, let me know, reach out on Instagram, feel free to share this with anybody that you think it would support. I don't know. I feel like I'm onto something. I am personally stretching my energetic capability to feel bigger, good and bad. Cause that's, if you want to feel the really high highs, you have to also be able to feel the low lows and we have our feelings for a reason. We have emotions for a reason. They are not meant to be stored and ignored. They are meant to be felt and processed and moved so we can continue to elevate. I love you. And I will see you next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves. And, or you can join us in the free six figure influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.